I'm very probably more like you. You know, if I have sex with you once and um, I'm like, okay, even if I don't like it, I don't feel like I can coach him in a way that's pleasurable for me. That's probably the end of the situation. <laughs> and I don't have too much time to. I'm, I'm right. Right. Oh, that's the time to teach and coach. What are you up from? Working. Must be nice. Must be nice to just hang out, get paid to do it. Hmm. It must be nice just to chill and get paid doing it, you know, Um, for for a limited time only. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Say that. So when you say that, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) That limited time is meaning that 600 is, is cut off next month. So for everybody that was parlaying on that extra $600 from um, your um, government. Unemployment <laughs> please, benefits. Please don't get too comfortable because that next month, as far as we know it, will be the last month that um, they'll have that extra 600. Oh, wow. So how long is the unemployment benefits good for? So unemployment benefits are good for one full year. Um, But with the pandemic, um, the 600 was only good for um, up up until July. So if people are making more money now than they were previously making, uh, I will call and see if they have some openings (laughs) and see if you can come back because yeah, that's not going to last forever unless um, they open it to where it doesn't end until January or until the next year. So I'm kind of conflicted with this these benefits that people are getting because I know some people are getting benefits and it's more than they were actually making. Um, Absolutely. That's, and that's, that's, that's my point. Um, you know, people are like, oh, I'm getting food stamps. I'm getting more food stamps than I was previously getting. I'm getting this um, because unemployment is is roughly, I want to say maybe a little bit more than $300 per week. Yeah. Depending on how, you know, how much you get um, or how much you were previously making. So that's why they were like, well, we're just going to give them an extra $600. With that extra $600, it's like, okay, well, now... It's not so stressful. I can pay my mortgage. I can pay, you know, my my car um, yeah. note and things like that. So that's where we're at. Oh, they, thanks for reminding me. I need to pay my yeah. car note. Wait, okay, but this, no, but okay, my, <laughs> my concern is like they, they've given us these benefits yep. and it's like, we're like, okay, cool. I can take care of everything else. I ain't got no worries because right. that was my worry. Right. So why are you giving me so much 
Now that worries me. Like this is a pacifier or something like that. Like what is really happening that you're trying to distract me from what the real deal is. Absolutely. So what I was seeing previously with people being on TV, you know, they said I'm approved for unemployment, but I still haven't received my unemployment benefits, but they're giving me food stamps and they're giving me more what I would usually get. But you can't pay your mortgage with food stamps. You can't pay your utility bill with food stamps and your car note and insurance and gas. You can't pay- You can sell them food stamps though. Don't do that, that's (laughs) illegal. You're gonna end up losing your food stamps. Don't, Don't do that people, don't do that. Have you I ever need some food food No, ma'am. Have you ever purchased food stamps from somebody? We live. We're recording now. Think about it. Think about your answer. I don't think so. Exactly. I've been. I, I've always been too scary. I know. I have. I've had people offer. You want to buy some food stamps? First of all, no. Talk about me and my almost one no, warrant I, that I, I had. No. No. I'm good. I can afford the little bit of food that I need, so I'm good. So yeah, people, the government has been pacifying um, and, this, and this is the reason why it's so important to know your local and, um, and, 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 and state, state officials and who's running because yeah. we actually have the power. People say your vote doesn't count, but if you get out there, you do the research, you can put the right people in places. And I think we need to get away from my vote doesn't count. We need, we really need to get away from that. But we, we only do it on the presidential side as far as voting. We never and do then, local, state, and other, yeah. other uh, government officials. We don't do that. And we need to start, we need to start doing that. We need to do some research and we I, need to I, put I the right people in place. Like 100, 100%. And this, it's funny or not really funny, but it's, an eye-opener because we're in an election year with everything that's going on right now. This is like perfect. Like it, it's like a movie, <laughs> a movie scene. It like is. Like the setup is like boom, 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 it boom, is. boom. Like, and I think okay. this is what's scaring our president because think he's he tried so hard to downplay who was um, um, Obama. Look what happened when he was in office and look at this and look at that. But I mean, this is a scary time for him because look what's happening while he is in office. The, this pandemic, he knew this months before saying anything about it. You knew this in November and we didn't learn about it until what, late February, March. So, hi, we have a guest. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce her name. <laughs> It's just like it it, it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Like you see it red. I I don't know if you saw the. Hi, welcome to Talking Pink. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I don't know if you saw the um, clips of us recording your name. But we're (laughs) having a difficult time. I always have a a, a difficult time saying people's names. But I tried really, really hard. I Thank missed it. Is it online? Me. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's short for my uh, my government name. Um, comes right out of the middle, so everybody just calls me Jen. And it's just like the drink. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. Oh, well, so the crazy thing is, I actually don't drink, so I've never, I've never even tasted gin. So. Oh, I'm the only drinker in the exactly, right exactly. Did you start at four? Did you start drinking at four? Okay. I'm not Jen, even just ask. so you know, Rachel feels like if I don't have an alcoholic beverage, that I won't give my all or you know be. <laughs> <laughs> be you ready. Know, I, I mean, I can I can understand that there's there are some people that they need that to kind of loosen up, and then those exactly. those like me, I'm on a natural high all the time. So I'm the same way. So I just think that she needs a little bit of oil because she thinks too much about uh, how what she's gonna say, how it's gonna be delivered, how somebody's gonna take true. it. I'm like, just right. talk, girl, talk. So, <laughs> I get it though. I get it. Go do your thing. It's all right. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, tell our pinkies a little bit about yourself, Jen Blend. Oh gosh, there's. I don't know a what lot. you want to talk about. If you want to talk about the sports stuff, you want to talk exactly. Because you got a lot like, going on. Her resume is like this long. Exactly. Like, it, it won't fit in our oh, screen. Don't do that. You just started telling my age. You know, <laughs> you, you, you have to be here on this earth a, a long time to start getting a resume like that. No, 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 no. Black don't crack. You good? You good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um where I kind of really started getting, I'll say some social media um, attention, if that's the word, mm -hmm. I don't really like that word, but people started somewhat knowing my name was from uh, my sports um, broadcasting. So right. here in the Dallas area, I do sports broadcasting for a television station here, not ESPN or any of those major ones, just one in the um, scene here in Dallas and mm -hmm. in parts of Arkansas. Uh -huh. is a region that's that it's in but I primarily cover the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Mavericks so you know the Dallas Cowboys is America's team they have right. a lot of attention so that's kind of where that started from um, mm -hmm. I'm also into film production and television so I do that on the side as well Mm -hmm. Went out to LA for a little bit, you know, got on some TV shows and stuff like that. So that's oh, how it kind of all, you know, yeah. combining all of that and still working. Uh, believe it right. or not, people don't know I still work a nine to five. So it's always what a constant, the hell? you know, going and hustle. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, let, let's just be honest. Multiple income streams. Right. Exactly. Remember that's unless our goal. You have some <laughs> some major contract with a major network. You right. know, your your pay is freelance work. So. Right. Always got to make sure you know have steady money in the bank and yeah, gotta eat. so but I like having money and I do have a business degree. And one of the first things they taught us is that to be a millionaire, most millionaires have at least five streams of income. So there you, go. There, you there go. there you go. So, how do you balance or manage all of that? Um, hectically, but it's a fun hectic, <laughs> I'll be honest. There are times when, you know, I may drop the ball on some things. Like, unfortunately, last week, um, you know, I was supposed to join you ladies. Thank you for having me this week. But work ran long and my schedule and timing got off and right. you have to shovel, shuffle things. So, um, yes. you know, sometimes the schedule can get hectic, but you just have to learn how to handle each situation, be as kind and generous as possibly as you possibly can, be humble. Yeah. And when things don't, you know, you drop the ball here and there, you're still welcome. Um, so I manage it as, you know, as good as I, I can. I think I've done okay yeah. so far. Nobody's exactly. perfect, but we've done good. 
<laughs> Let me just say that you don't look tired at all. Most people that have a lot going on, you can see you can it tell. on their yeah. faces. Or you can oh, I think the key that, is Yeah, the key to that though is you have to take breaks sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. let, because of that situation, you just start to look tired and worn out. And when I see myself getting to that point, I will take a break. Yeah, I right. will stop and be like, you know, hey, I'm not doing nothing for a month <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> until right. I feel like my body's been rejuvenated. Because, you know, right. there's always going to be games. There's always going to be film production. That stuff yeah. is always going to be there. But if you don't take care of yourself, you won't. So you got to right. know how to balance it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had my feelings hurt today. I had a, uh, a response <laughs> from one of my clients or my customers because uh -huh. uh, we send them like after their service we send them like hey how was the interaction with me how was how did i do this person sent me a response is your service was horrible <laughs> what <laughs> it hurt my feelings for like 2.5 seconds i was like i had that coming i, I knew it <laughs> i think you let it hurt your I mean, feelings for a second too long too long <laughs> So I was like, you know what? Let me just respond. I apologize. Is there anything I can do to make up for it? And I'm just gonna leave that on the table. Yeah, I mean, that's I, as much I've as learned. Right, I've learned in my life that you're not gonna make everybody happy. Yep. And once you realize that, mm -hmm. life can get easier for you. Exactly. You want to try to, but yeah. there's just some people you're not gonna be able to satisfy, no matter what you do. That is true. And it just is. It is what it is. You know. And I think like being in the service industry, people sort of like try to um, egg you on. Like they want you to come out of your element yeah. so they can have a, a, a platform to stand on or for whatever reason, I don't know. But I've been baited like that a few times and I never waver. Yeah. And yeah, cause yeah, some people feel like, well, if I can get her to, you know, say something disrespectful <laughs> or something that's won. unprofessional, right. then I, exactly, I won. And I'm like, what did you win? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I, just like you said, you, you have to learn how to, you know, stay, stand in, you know, what is important to you and to always be in that character, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. So I definitely agree with that. So out of all your professional professions, what's your favorite? That's a good question. Oh my gosh. Um, I'll be honest with you. I like them pretty much all equally or I wouldn't do them. I, wow. I don't do things that I don't like that don't okay. make me feel good or bring me some type of enjoyment in some type of way. Now yeah. they may bring me enjoyment in different ways, yeah. right. but I like them all. I will say this, the most exciting of, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say the most exciting is the sports. Right. Uh, but they're exciting in different ways because when you're doing the sports, you're at the games, you're, you know, of course you're interacting with, the right. athletes that's a fun part of it but it's also right. fun to walk on the basketball court and mm -hmm. you as the you know the the broadcaster the energy there it's a good energy yeah. when you're in those um arenas like um i'm real good on it i'm real big on energy so like you can feel mm -hmm. power exactly. in the air you, know, yeah. you can feel that and, and that's a good feeling however yeah. when i'm on set you know um, doing some acting or whatever, you know, for instance, I did an episode of 911 
just a little bit part and I'm on there with Angela Bassett. Like that's exciting to me too, because that's mm-hmm. about me. That's not right. about um, LeBron James or whomever right. it is. That's about right. me personally. So I don't know, they're all great, <laughs> but in different ways. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. So um, Rachel is my personal sexologist. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, you did, have a certification? Did, no, ma'am. And yeah. I was going to ask that question. So Talking what is signed, the difference? I signed the certification. Uh, oh, she did? Oh, yeah, yeah, you certified. Talk Hilarious. <laughs> I'm not certified with the BBB, but um, <laughs> what is the difference? What made you want to get a certification for um, life coaching and uh, to be a sexologist? Well, I originally, <coughs> excuse me, got the life coaching certification. And um, let me see. To be honest with you, I don't know if this really has any bearing on it. I, I am a Scorpio, so I do love, I do kind of take some of that astrology stuff to heart. One of yeah. the most sexual beings, they say, of the zodiac. A Scorpio? So I what love, month is that? Uh, I'm late October. October? Excuse me. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I'm late October, October 27th. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm I'm being hey ladies I'm I'm horny all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just yes. I'm be, yes. Oh, we can talk candidly here. We I'm need, horny all the time. You need to time. be on Rachel After Dark. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I don't like, care. I'm glad, I'm, t- I'm, I'm glad she's a sexologist because now I'm not gonna have to tiptoe around my. I'm always that way too. And people are like, well, men are the ones who always think about sex. No, they're not. You men will just blatantly say things. But I make men uncomfortable because I I can always talk about it too. Like, don't get it twisted. Women are just as horny as men. But for whatever reason, you're supposed to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. No, if you with me, I'm a freak all the time. So, yeah. (laughs) So I, um, of course, have life coaching certification. And while I was in uh, California, I had the opportunity to meet the wonderful Dr. Rachel Ross. She was... um, the only black um, woman that was featured yes. on the television show, The Doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she has a medical degree, but she's also uh, has a PhD in sexology and she has yes. an institute. And so it just kind of fell in line. Yeah. With, you know, sometimes the universe directs you. Yes. Yes. So that's kind of how that um, that came across. I, I adore uh, Dr. Rachel. So you know, I was really excited that she accepted me, accepted me into, into her institute. And that's where that came about. And I, I mean, I just love talking about sex, you know, it oh, is what wow. it is. I, I, you know, I, my I, own heart. <laughs> <laughs> see me and they have this image of me. And, you know, of course I have a professional demeanor, but you know, right. I like to watch porn. I'm into, you know, I, I, yes! I, the deceit, you made a, a very good point. You can give a high five. Right, right. You made a very good point. And Dr. Rachel harped on that a lot in her institute where men, women are just as horny as men, but women aren't as open to talk about it. It's taboo for women. We've been taught that we're not supposed to be sexual beings. So the base (laughs) of the questions that I get are from men. You know, they right. want to talk about everything from how right. to make their, you know, keep their erections longer, how to right. get harder. You know, they talk about everything when it comes right. to sex. And where I really want to help coach women, it's been a struggle for me to get those women to open up and want to, want to talk. So it is what it is. But yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a little reserved when it comes to that. 
And Rachel She's always, a she bought, she, she picks at me and she picks on me. I do. Because yeah. I'm married and she is. some. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> You should, should be, be the 40th all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, no, you got a license. No, you should be whipping that thing out, you know, or driving in the car and be like, I don't know. But I'm just, <laughs> no, that's right. I, I, do, I do mess with her a lot because I want her to be more sexual and expressive and right. not, not be so shy about it. Because women are, you know, we, you know, we horny. You, don't, you shouldn't have to get a steam to jump on it. I'm just saying. Mm, okay. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that, that's a lot of like that back talk. <laughs> right. How <laughs> long have you been ago? married? <laughs> Ten years. October. Exactly. Are you? Exactly. Or, if you don't mind me asking, or how, how do you and your husband still have a very healthy sexual relationship? I think so. We just haven't experimented with beyond what we already do. So, what would you like oh, to she's try? Boring. <laughs> I w- I want to try ecstasy. Oh, Anal. No, I don't want to do that. I was up for that before I got married and I let him know that I would like to try it. But then that kind of just floated away. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, okay, no, I'm, I don't think I can do that now. Why not? Because I... I because <laughs> maybe, because I get constipated a lot and I'm like... Okay. That would help you. That would help you. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. I, I, I understand it. I have been told because it, it, um, it expands that muscle in the, in the anus area so that whenever, you know, you do need to have a bowel movement, it's not as hard, you know, for, but I, but on that, and then to go to the flip side, how much water are you drinking? I drink lots of water. I drink a lot of water. I drink it first thing in the morning. I, first thing in the morning, water, at least 16, 20 ounces of water, because I know my body is dehydrated, gets dehydrated overnight. So yeah, that's the first thing I put in my body is water. Mm-hmm. So do you only drink water in the morning? No, I drink it all throughout the throughout day. The day, okay, all day long. So if you and this, if you're constipate, having a lot of issues with constipations. Um, I would definitely talk to your doctor about it so you can get that taken care of so that you can go back and experiment with what it is yes. that you really want to try so that you won't be afraid because if you're worried about the constipation, it sounds like you have a fear there that it's going to be even more painful because yeah. you have that constipation experience. So we got to get that fear exactly. removed so that so you what can do you, have that so what do you do when, so when the what does that do? Wait, what? <laughs> So I had an experience where my hole didn't close for a week. Your anus? Yes. What do you do in that? In that? I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard about that. So I don't <laughs> know. I will honestly say you have stumped me on there. <laughs> because I went, to, I, went, I went to my, for a week, a full seven days. Big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I went to my doctor and um, yeah, they were like, um, we're about to close. <laughs> so I didn't get a lot from there and then I got annoyed. So whatever. Wondering if it, if it just really stretched it so much and it didn't, you know, took a time to contract. Did it actually close after a week? It, it did. It did. At, at some point it did start to contract and go back down. Yeah. But 
I haven't tried it since then, so. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm gonna email Dr. Rachel and ask her about that and I'll follow up with you on that. Yeah. So how long it, it does it take to go back, to shrink back? It's not supposed to take that long. Yeah, it's it's um, it's almost like, you know, it it's a muscle. So it's it meant is. to expand and contract. But after mm -hmm. that, the member is out, it's supposed to start going back to its uh -huh. original size. Not to say it may not, it probably won't go all the way immediately, right. but it is supposed right. to start. Shrinking. So what does, uh, what does one, a woman get from that? Like how, you know, like that's It could be pleasure, yeah. It's like there's a, it's right by um, a gland now. Okay, this is gonna, the, there are men that there's a reason why, you know, rubbing the anus for a man is pleasurable because it's right by the prostate gland. And when that right. gland is stimulated, it's right. from, I'm not a man, but from what right. I've been told, it's extremely pleasurable for them. Right. So I know this is going to sound gross, but you know, you can even sometimes like if you're having a bowel movement and just the release of that particular instance, you can feel how that feels in your anus. And it's, it's not a it's not a bad feeling you know what i'm saying it's a it's a release of pressure it's coming out yeah. some people have even oh i just thought about something you know you should try some anal beads if yes, you're we worried about go, that you should try anal beads first okay. because you can get them in different sizes right and you know just start with the smallest one and then okay. that can start getting you um and even getting your mind ready and prepared for okay something else is going to come up in there but then you'll feel you'll see right. how that feels because anal right. anal beads are actually very pleasurable and so you should try that yes okay yeah um, you, can come, no, you can come from anal sex so yeah you, you really can it's so if you do it right you know every woman's different tilt your body the right way and yes. he's doing the right motion or whatever yeah it's very pleasurable yeah Okay, yeah. listen. All right. We're gonna try it. <laughs> Definitely. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to follow up with me. Let me know if you try the needle beads. I, I exactly. Because they're not as scary. They're not as scary, you know, gotcha. as the whole penis. Yeah. It's just a little ball. So. Okay. Yeah. So how has this pandemic affected your businesses? If it has at all. You know, to be honest with you, businesses for me actually shut down, but not just because of the pandemic is because I was making a move back to Texas from Los Angeles. So okay. and, that, and so right when I got back to Texas, we were on lockdown. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, however, for me, like the rest of the world, I, I see things from a very optimistic view. I was like, okay, who gives me time to kind of prepare um, myself yeah. and get things organized for whenever we do open back up and I can, right. you know, be ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I think that that's one of the great things about what has happened um, in this COVID. People have actually had time to relax and think. Mm -hmm. So I don't I mean, want to relax and think this much. <laughs> yeah, now it's time to move March. and shake. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, now I mean, we're almost moving into July. I mean, I've been out since March. The thing about me is I don't take breaks. I don't take vacations. If I'm sick, I literally would just work through the sickness. Now, if my children are sick, that's another thing, but I would bring this even to work with me. But this has forced me to just sit down. And sometimes sitting down yeah. is just scary. <laughs> Jen, she needed it. She yeah, needed it. She needed it. She, she needed a relaxing needed time needed to that. herself. She did. 
And I, I, I do wonder why, even when you're sick, you should definitely take that time to rest because that is your body telling you, I need to rest. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it, but mm-mm. are you married <laughs> or single? I'm dating. Yes. Okay. So, She's available. With, you being a, with you being a sex therapist, are you coaching your partner? Um, I coach them in only in the means of what's pleasurable for me. Mm-hmm. I like to keep that outside of, you know, I don't want to bring that into the relationship or and make somebody feel like I'm trying to tell them what to do all the time. No. Right. If we do something that's not pleasurable, then I just make sure I like, hey, you know, boo. You know, that was cool. That was fun and everything. Right. But you know, why don't we try it this way? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. That's the only thing I coach them. Not sexually. Mm, no, you know, I, I um, mm, it's gonna be interesting <laughs> way to answer it. I'm very probably more like you, you know, if I have sex with you once and, um, and I'm like, okay, even if I don't like it, I don't feel I like know. I can coach him in a way that's pleasurable for me. That's probably the end of the situation. <laughs> And I don't have too much time to. I'm, I'm right. Like, right. I ain't got a whole bunch of time to teach and coach. Right. Who likes this? Who do you know likes this? You know, that's what you mean, but there's some people. So it may yeah. be some people that like what he, he's given. It's right. just me. <laughs> and, and that's funny that you said that because I've actually stayed in relationships way longer than I should have <laughs> just because. That was pleasurable to me. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You got to be careful about that, too. It's, it's, you know, just trying to find the, the balance, as you just said, somebody that has, you know, good, good sex for you that's, right. that's that you can deal with. And the reason exactly. I say deal with or handle, because you may not get a perfect sexual mate and then a perfect, you know, other mate. Partner in life, exactly. A life yeah. partner. So you're going to have to give a little bit on both, Valid. probably, but you got to, right. you know, find somebody that's perfect for you in those aspects. Right. So, but, um, yeah, if, if it's somebody where, you know, we have, you know, we engage in intimacy the first few times and I'm like, okay, yeah, I could probably, you know, this may not be good, but he's willing to try right. to please me, yeah. then right. I'll, I'll probably go ahead on and give it some time. But if I could be like that, bro. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't gonna work, but it was very nice. <laughs> right, right, right. I wish you well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. with you being an actress, have you ever, have any of your co-stars tried to date you or have you ever tried to date any of your co-stars? Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of common in the industry. You typically tend to date who you're around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You That's know? every, yeah, every yeah. industry. I yeah. Agree. yeah, so I've dated some athletes. I've dated some actors, um, dated just what they call regular people because I work in corporate America as well. Right. Um, I don't know how I feel about, um, I don't know if I would actually be in a relationship with someone in the industry. It's only like maybe two or three people that I would actually be in a relationship with that's in that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know the type of men they are and their values and things like that. They just mm-hmm. so all happen to be married, so that won't happen in this lifetime. <laughs> but, but everybody else, I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't know. So, especially with the actors, so many of them are 
um, because acting is such a self-driven industry. It's all mm -hmm. about you. Mm -hmm. And they are more superficial than the women. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, and I get it. I understand why, again, it's a very self-driven industry, but when you are, you know, taking longer than me to get ready, or you're only dating other women because you feel like they can better your career in some type of way. Oh. Very opportunist. That, that's the word I'm looking oh, for. Okay. A lot of men in the, the acting industry are very opportunist. Tuninistic, however you say that word, sorry. Um, oh. So you gotta be kind of be careful um, with that. And I've run across that where, you know, because I'm around a lot of athletes or wealthy, wealthy men, they feel like right. they're attached to me some kind of way would benefit them. And you find because that you're very, you're very attractive. Like I've seen your photos and I'm like, is she real? Oh, <laughs> like, thank you. You're, but, you, oh my God. you, you almost look like a doll. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you okay. Really wait, mean. you don't know what kind of doll I'm talking about though. You, you look That's like, right. you could be something like, <laughs> like a little scary hoodoo doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look, you look like, you know, they have these sex dolls now that look very realistic yeah they do and your measurements i'm like okay the breast where's the waist and then the butt and it's like you your body is amazing thank you so you look i mean you need to look into that see if you can get you a little she's, doll line going <laughs> she's, she's hitting on you too i'm not i'm not <laughs> that thing, i am it's okay that's okay i mean i've had my experiences it's easier to be with women who haven't had experience and experiences and are curious than to be with women who had experiences like mm. damn it Okay, never that mind. Is so funny. <laughs> I don't know. That is so funny. But yeah, you're 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 very attractive. So I was wondering, did this, did your appearance push any of your career choices? Like, did someone just walk up to you and do you think about being an actress? Would you like to be, you know, in this movie, or would you like to do this or do that? Did your appearance help push or motivate any of your career choices? No, honey. When I was little, um, I was the one at the family reunion performing Apollonia. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the family get togethers and they make all yeah. the um, Yeah, I was up there singing Apollonia. <laughs> so, no. That's been a... <laughs> By the time it started happening and I was getting approached, I'm like, ooh, about time. I've been waiting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so has um, your house... I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I will say this, um, because regardless of all that, I, I do have a very, uh, I have a lot of standards for myself for things mm -hmm, that I mm -hmm. don't do. Um, and the one thing that I find disheartening about the entertainment industry is the casting couch is real. There are so many that are behind the scenes, the directors and producers that pretty much expect and or dangle this carrot over your head you know hey you provide this favor yeah for you, yeah then this will happen for you and i feel that unfortunately too many women have fallen prey to that right because they'll do at certain things to get that one shot and 
it may work for them. There are some actresses that we watch on TV right now that it's been very fortunate for them and it worked in their favor and they're having right. a lot of success right now. Mm-hmm. But you go to Hollywood and you see the millions that it did not work out that way. Exactly. And um, I think so. that, that that makes it very disheartening because if I'm going to sleep with you, I'm going to sleep with you. Right. Don't try to dangle an opportunity over my head Right. You know, almost like forcing me when I can have sex with you or perform lewd acts with you. And yeah, you may have me on set and I may do that part, but guess what? It still has to make it to the editing room. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, you know, I, I, you know, I did it, but that doesn't mean it's going to be. Exactly. Or anything like that. So um, that part kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth about the industry. It's not always about the art. It's about yeah. what you're willing to do to sometimes. Do. Quit pro exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. so so in your dating um ventures, who's the worst? Athletes or actors? Uh for me I think it's actors, my personal opinion. Yeah. yeah. Because you can never tell if they're on or off. <laughs> On camera. No, because no, to I mean, me, I feel like, yeah, no, I, I, not so much of that. Um, because to me, it, it feels like they're the ones that are always, um, as I said, they, they seem to be the most selfish ones that are using you for an opportunity and superficial. Yeah. You know, with an right. athlete, he has gone through Pop Warner, he's gone through middle school, high school, he has right. fought the good fight and he has made right. it to the NBA right. or the NFL and that's yeah. a hard journey and he's done exactly. it. At that point, he just wants to live his life. Big ball exactly. shot call. <laughs> and <laughs> it's more, more so with the actors, they have to be mindful of people using them. Absolutely. For their fame and their money and whatever it is. But when you're on the up, when you're on the, the acting side, you just never know where that person's coming from. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, that's why I feel like it's oh. actors or words, yeah. just to speak. That makes sense. How has your career affected your dating life? Um, again, just with, you know, uh, being around as far as dating those actors that felt like they wanted to be near me because of my sports affiliation and feeling like, okay, yeah, I can possibly, or, you know, if I'm at a game with her and Spike Lee's there, he'll see me and want to put yeah. me in a movie that yeah. type of thing um other than that it's fine um when i date what they want to call the regular nine to five worker, right right he some some men have had um some insecurities around that and that's been a little challenging when you know like oh yeah. babe guess who i met i met your favorite basketball player and yeah. i take a lot of photos and you know the next question oh are you you know you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do. <laughs> what am I gonna do in the locker room? Come on, poor baby, poor baby. <laughs> so I've had though those is I. To be honest, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I would actually prefer to date the regular guy. Um, really? Because even with dating athletes, there's a lot that comes along with that. Yeah, you yeah. got the fame. Yeah, you got the the possibly you know him spending money on you. But you but also got women. the group. <laughs> also got all this other stuff. You also got his family and friends and everybody yeah. got his handouts for their money. Yeah. And there's somebody in that camp that's controlling everything. Typically, it's the mom. Yeah, you got to deal with that. Um, and to an athlete's 
credit or defense, having been in that industry and seen what I've seen, mm-hmm. unless they Jesus and Buddha wrapped into one, all yeah. the coochie that's thrown at them, all the lengths that the women go through to get to them, right. they have to be a saint on top of a saint on top of a saint right. to turn some of that down. Well, Jackie Christie I mean, has been turning it down all the time. Okay. Because she's standing <laughs> at every corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, um, for, you know, I wasn't around in his era. You know what I'm saying? When he was playing. So I, yeah. I really can't speak on that. I don't know. All I know is around what I saw. Exactly. And exactly. the lengths of things that, you know, women do some stuff. Yeah, they do. They do. They, they just I, I, I know I, I've seen it I've really seen it like you know right. what it's not even that serious go ahead boo you, you want that bad yeah yeah but sometimes the women don't even want want him like for instance all the future baby mamas they just wanted you know sometimes people say they just wanted that uh child support they don't want that man <clears throat> yeah, and and that's unfortunate too because yeah, then you're bringing in a child into a situation. And let's just be honest. Broken I mean, I don't really listen to rap, but what if right. Future lost all of his, you know, publishings and everything tomorrow? Anything can right. happen. You, that's right. not a guarantee. Exactly. Um, so you living so, off of a guarantee, hundred thousand dollars in child support, which is ridiculous. Like you have eight to nine baby mamas. And then what if you're um, um, Lala's husband, um, Lala's husband, you know, I'm his wife and I'm leaving him or I'm getting back together now. And then there's a whole child involved and now you don't want him around the child. Like, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, but money, there, there's some things to people. Yeah. Money is a powerful, it's a powerful energy and it will make yeah. some people do some crazy fun, money and fame. Those, those are some powerful energies. So Jen, I know you, I know you have to leave us. Uh, is there anything you want to leave with us and with our pinkies? Um, I want you to please try those anal beads and let me know <laughs> so we can yes. work on that fear that you have yes. in getting that um, taken care of. So we we don't want you going trip. around <laughs> having you wanting to try something but then being fearful. Um, I don't think she wants it. to try it. I'm just throwing it in her face that she should try it. <laughs> well, she said she wanted to in the yeah. beginning before yeah. she got yeah. married. I did so, say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Miss Pink, well, yeah, you have to call me for the after dark, girl. <laughs> yes. I think that will be. I, I keep trying to push it, but he's like Rachel. No, Rachel, we do not. It's gonna get really real after dark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm so trying. Like, yeah, I can't wait for that. I want exactly because you certified. Dinner. I'm just gonna be in the corner talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the point. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Well, Thank you, ladies, for even thinking of having me on. I truly appreciate Absolutely. it. And uh, yeah, if you want me to come back anytime, just let me know. We will. Oh, awesome. Once we open we back up, we want to feel that energy. That's what we miss yeah. about sitting in front of each other or yeah. sitting you know, around each other. Is that oh God, energy that so you awesome. get when you're in yeah. the studio with someone. Right. So. Where are you ladies yeah. based? Where in Houston? Houston. Yeah, Houston. Oh, in Houston. I grew up yeah. in Port Arthur, so... Yeah, I know y'all have to come down there. I'll come in for in studio. Exactly, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. 
That is definitely at least another time. Well, tell our pinkies where they can find you if they want to follow you um, on your links or your your gram. Everything, yeah, everything is exactly. under Jen Blanton, G I N B L A N T O N. That's Facebook, um, Instagram, everything. It's such a you know, a, you type in Jen, I'm probably the only one that comes up. Nobody <laughs> goes by yeah, that. So. That's what, yeah, that's what that's what happened when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. and i want to see you on stage i know it's gonna it's not uh something that we we know the forecast of you know that even coming back mm-hmm. but i definitely would love to see you on stage in one of your stage plays yeah i'll keep you posted i think the okay. the, the latest one that i was gonna do right before the pandemic hit we had to cancel it um which you ladies may be interested in we were gonna do it in houston as well as atlanta uh Dre, uh Drea? who's one of my friends, um, Drea Kelly, or Kelly's ex-wife, uh, mm-hmm. stars in it. Um, and of course, a lot of people, you know, def- especially a lot of women wanted to connect with her and see that stage play because it does yeah. talk about domestic violence against right. women. So I'll keep oh. you ladies posted on that. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Oh, great. Yeah, so. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> you having you. me. Thank I'll see you next time. time. Okay, bye-bye. We'll see you thank next you. time. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Rachel, you didn't even tell people where they can find us. <laughs> they know where they can find us because we still live. <laughs> we on Facebook Live, bitches. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that was, was fun. Awesome. I really like her. I, I really like her too. I would love to be around her, and her energy is so yes. Yep. And then we can sex talk all night long. All night, all night, all night, all night. She's so nasty. Thank you. I am. I am. I've been walking. I've been walking to release some energy. I've just been stuck. I've been stuck in my own head, and that's not a good place to be. Huh? What are you thinking about? What are you worried about? I've been stressing and anxiety just about, you know, I'm a control freak. So not that. We need to take two field trips. One is to the toy uh, store. Yeah. And the other one is to the superfood store. Because we need to go talk to uh, the owner of superfoods Mm -hmm. because he's got some some, something for us. Okay. So he can help with that, that anxiety and stuff. I want something natural. Yes. I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I mean, if pills will help, I probably would, but I'm already on some stuff. So I don't want anything to not work. Counteract. Okay. Yes. So I, if I, I can do that. something natural, if I can drink something or eat something, that's why I've been yeah. walking. Yeah. Um, walking helps me move my body and mm. then, you know, just relax, sweat. Yeah. Just, just get out negative energy and just breathe in positive yep. energy. But sometimes that's hard to do when you're when you're stuck at home, or when you're afraid to go out. And I've been afraid to go out, so <laughs> so yeah. You can't be scared, Rich. You got to get out there. Just I literally have a two masks. I literally have walking? a when I'm walking. So I Why so I go walking in a store in the okay. daytime. I go walking right. in a store. So I have on two masks for protection, but when you, 
like it's hard to breathe. Like, yes, yeah, so and I'm like, no, I, I gotta, I gotta go. And I have, I have sanitizer in my car, so yeah. every single time I get in my car, I'm like pumping. <laughs> I'm like, here, sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. I just, I don't want to think I'm overthinking, but I don't want to underthink either. So, I get it. Well, and then our numbers, our numbers are going back up. I know, and they blame it on the protests. It, it's not the protests. Listen, we would have been out regardless because bars are opening back up. You see the beaches, the beaches are opening back up. So you can't blame it on the protests. We were going to be out regardless. Yeah, because my favorite so, restaurant was packed like three days straight. Saying? I know that's, that's scary. I'm like, wow. So how, can I, how, can I, how can I enjoy myself? They want you to social distance, which is impossible when you go out to bars and restaurants, and then you have to take off your mask. So even if I social distance, I'm taking off my mask, but you know, for eating and drinking, but then you're around so many people. They're selling the fear. The fear is what they are, you know, got everybody into. So I mean, everything that we do, we have to we touch, feel, talk. You, there's nothing in humanity that can stop that. Because yeah. we, My sister we said have we to can connect with one another. Yeah. She said there are piercings for anxiety. Where did you get pierced for anxiety? I don't know. But I was thinking about acupuncture, too. Yeah, that I heard. Acupuncture. I want to I get some acupuncture. We're gonna have to go somewhere, record live, um, and y'all just gonna have to watch me get acupuncture. Hopefully, it's not. Um, I ain't recording that shit. As 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 you why? Because they're gonna be sticking needles in you. I'd rather just be there and let them do it to me and not see it being done to somebody. Well, else. then you record me. I just Listen, said I, didn't I already do that. I already got my uh vag okay okay uh waxed okay so me getting stuck by a needle i'm just gonna breathe in like they tell me i'm sure there's gonna be some scents and some oils around and so. some music <laughs> <laughs> and they're just gonna go <laughs> now if i go ah, then you cut it off <laughs> you're like what'd you That's, do <laughs> exactly I, i'm gonna be like sir 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 you know I'm recording right. You know I'm recording. Gonna be like this. <laughs> but I want to do it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be as anxious as I've been. I don't want to have yeah. the anxiety that I have. And I'm. I'm a control freak. I don't yeah. know when I'm going back to work. You know, yeah. the extra money is about to get cut off. You know, they they may have a, another stimulus come out. They may Maybe. not. They yeah. may. They may have a, the 600, you know, be extended to another, um, to a couple more months. But th these are all maze. These are all questions. Yeah. This is not, none of this stuff is guaranteed. So, and I'm still not working. So it just, it, it leaves me, but I know I don't benefit from it. The, the end all, everything. I know I don't benefit from stressing. I know I don't benefit from having anxiety. Yeah. So to me, it's almost like crying. Like, why are you crying? Now, crying is healthy. Do that shit. But I don't know how to do that. 
What do you mean you don't know how to cry? I I don't just know how to cry. Crying is uncomfortable to me. I wasn't raised to just be crying. All you gotta do, it's like meditating. You gotta crying just, is like meditating? Yeah, you just, just gotta let it. Like, No. It's a release. It's a release. I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm angry. Exactly. So I can cry when I'm mad. When I'm pissed off, I can cry. But I don't feel no better after that shit. So. You never cry when you were happy? Girl, the other day I was laughing at something. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was laughing hard. Then I just started crying. And I'm like, what the fuck am I crying for? <laughs> I was so mad at myself because I was laughing so hard at something. And then it just turned. And you know, I've seen that on movies. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but for me to do it, I, I was so, I was just, I was done. I was done. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> what is I crying? I, I, was, I was so confused. So confused, and I, I was just like, "Why am I crying?" I was so mad. I was so mad. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I want to go experience. I want to experience life without fear. I've lived in fear the majority of my life, and I'm tired of being scared. Yeah. So and and it feels so good to like kick fear's ass. Like, bitch, you got me fucked up. I'm going to do it anyway. And I don't give a fuck what happened. And when I do stuff like that, it was like, you so bad. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did that. And it makes you feel great. Yeah. But it, it feel like you feel like. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> but it feels it feels great. And, and I'm just like, you know, one day you just wake up and you're like, fuck that. I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired of being. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that comes with life experiences. Like. Mm-hmm. You've been one way for so long and you like you, you haven't gotten results that you thought that you would get. And yep. then you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yep. That's fuck exactly it. what happened. I have fuck it moments. And I'm like, fuck this shit. It's like you have a game plan. And if shit yeah. don't go your way, you know what? I'm still moving forward. I'm still going to do what I said. I was, I'm still going to do what we said we were going to do. I'm still <laughs> going to do it. Because yeah. I have plans and I'm tired of even put myself on hold to even wait for other motherfuckers. Just like, no, I'm still doing it. I'm still still moving forward. And that feels so great. And then to know that I have these little beings, you know, that look at me like, they're gonna eventually have these experiences as well. And I don't want you to look at mommy always being stuck somewhere. Yeah, yeah. My oldest uh, daughter, she's, uh, She's self-conscious. And I'm like, I see myself so much in her. And I'm like, baby, don't worry about it. Just yeah. be who you are. If yeah. you do something wrong, if it's wrong, guess what? Nobody got hurt. You yeah. didn't get hurt. And yeah. you can just learn from it. Do it this way the next time. Because yeah. we were playing, a, it's so fun. We were playing a board game um, the other night. And none of us knew how to play it. So, of course, what do we do? YouTube. So, <laughs> so we YouTube how to play. And everybody caught on, like, second game. 
We were good. Yeah. Everybody knew what to yeah. do. Boo, 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 boo. She's like, I don't know what to play. I don't, you got to get mad at me if I don't play the right one. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. Huh. It's okay. It's okay. We're good. And, yeah. and my husband's like, you know, I'm going to talk noise. That's what you do when you play games. You talk noise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean any harm behind this, but we just talking noise. So yeah. if that's going to steer you into playing something that, you know, I want you to play, then kudos for me, but you have yeah. to be sure if that's yeah. what you want to do, that move that you want to make. But yeah, yeah. I just, I'm I, like, man, I, I don't know. Her. I don't know. And it's scary that kids do learn fear from parents, but I don't want my kids to be scary because of me. Yeah. I don't want them to be stuck because you can literally be stuck somewhere your entire yes. life behind fear. And I'm like, fuck that. We moving forward. We moving forward, mommy? Yes, man, we are. Come on. Pick that up. Grab that. We going. We going. And I'm like, mommy, I don't want to. We can just stay right here if you want to. No, we cannot. No, man, we moving. No. Yeah, this like, is what we're going What's in it for us if we stay right here? What, yeah, what, nothing. What are we going to do? Nothing. I said, no, we, we, we need to literally breathe. So I make them feel like if you're stuck, you can't, you can't breathe. Yeah. If we stay stuck right here, we're not going to be able to breathe. We, we need to move forward and we need to stand up for ourselves. And I, that's what I, I'm having a hard time doing is making them stand up for themselves. Yeah. Because baby girl, like she'll fight. But then in, in other instances, she was like, well, no, they were doing, I'm like, what, who are you now? What, what is, <laughs> no, I said, no, you need to always stand up for yourself. But then she's so smart. She'll say, well, they, they did this to me first. No, they didn't. I saw the camera. Okay. <laughs> Tell the truth. And I also want them to be truthful. Learn to be truthful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing wrong with that. Don't live in fear, but also make sure you're, you're also living in truth. Yeah. So be comfortable living in truth. Don't get so comfortable living a lie that you just get stuck there as well. Yeah. Because it's a lot going on. And I don't even think they understand what's going on because we, we have been so sheltered and we have been so enclosed. You know, mm -hmm. they see TV. They only understand about Corona. They have no idea what, what else is going <laughs> on in the world in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. Like this is happening in your lifetime. I never experienced mm -hmm. shit like this. Right, right. It's a beautiful thing what's going on in the world right now as far as the positive side or what could come from the positive side. Yeah. But I don't, so what, I don't want people. So what do you see that is positive that they can, they can grab hold to? I want them to not be afraid to be black or ashamed yeah i don't want them to be ashamed i don't want them to just run out and cover up the beauty it is in being an african-american woman yeah. don't just run out and get a relaxer so people around you can relax yeah and be comfortable well you know i don't like this i don't like doing this to myself but i only did did it so i can be around others and they can be comfortable when i used to go to work and i used to wear head wraps i didn't i didn't wear uh the the um bonnets i wore head wraps similar yeah. to something so like you, this. Yeah. people would say oh okay ain't you mama i'm like what oh yeah 
so because I'm embracing my natural, you know, heritage, I have to be ancient mama. I said no. Say it like this. Say it the right way. That's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. And I feel like, and this came, this came from other African-Americans. This came from other black yeah. people. So I, I feel like, I feel like if you give, if, if black people do this around other cultures, it only gives other cultures comfort in yeah. doing this around or to us or around us. That's, that's like the nigga word. Like if you use it around them, you make them feel comfortable in using it around you. So, do you want them to use it, or do you not? I don't use that word at all, so you're not talking to me. We know you don't use the word nickel. What? Nickel. Like <laughs> the five cent? <laughs> like the bag of wheat? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't say that word. I don't want my kids to get comfortable saying that word now. Nickel. And the thing about it is we give, we give, we give things power. So I'm not giving it power by not saying it, but I'm not also not giving it power by saying, I don't know. I, it just never made me feel comfortable enough to use it. I get it. Yeah, because it took me a while to, uh, to accept bitch. I'm like, ooh. You're right. It's like in middle school, word. excuse me, in middle school and in elementary, girls were using that word. And I said, I will be like, who the fuck you calling a bitch? Because... <laughs> We turned that into something so negative. But like the, the last guest that we had on, on, on last week's show, or was that this week? That was last week. That was last week. Um, mm -hmm. The word ho, we give that too much power. And we give that, you know what I'm saying? So I remember being in middle school, in high school, mm -hmm. and people being like, bitch. And I'm like, who the fuck are you calling a bitch? Yeah. Like, it would piss me off. Like, no, you're not calling me a bitch. And then later <laughs> on in life, it, it it automatically became a term of endearment. Yeah. Like, these so, kids. So what, so what do you, how do you feel about that word? I mean, are you, are you susceptible bitch? to using that word yet? Um, the thing about me is I, I have to be comfortable with words that I say mm -hmm. and not punish my daughters for saying that. Let me use it, say it like that. If I can use a word, then I have to be comfortable with my daughter saying it without any repercussions. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Like, what you're like, saying. like. <laughs> I asked my daughter. I said, "Am I a bitch?" And she was like, "Yes, mommy, you are a b word sometimes." <laughs> And I appreciated that because to me, that's a part of communication. I don't yeah. want to cut off things to where you feel uncomfortable with communicating with me. Right. So if I'm a bitch, tell me that I'm a bitch. Like, she's like, mommy, you're acting. She's she literally going to tell you, you already know that shit. <laughs> you she's know literally, that. She's, she's literally said, mom, you are such a B word. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she was like, I mean, look look at what you just said. I'm like, I mean, what was wrong with what I just said? The thing about me is I don't really think sometimes about what I say. I don't know if that's a gift or a curse. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? You I don't know. know. You don't know? You don't know? <laughs> so. Okay, so 
I gotta go. Oh, okay. Well, bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna end this episode. I really had fun. I did and too. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was a little bit hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. My medication. No, I took. I, I think I. I. I, I That's medication too. I took too much. I took too much. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>